10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The Treehouse of Liberty podcast is hosted by Jason Fornwald and comes to you from the bright red corner of the bright blue state of Maryland. Hello once again, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into another episode of the Treehouse of Liberty podcast. I am your host, Jason Fornwald, and thank you so very much for deciding to join me once again. I'm going to get right to the biggest news of the week. And no, I'm absolutely not talking about the January 6th Commission's made-for-prime-time TV special directed by a Hollywood producer, blah, 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 liars and traitors doing liar and traitor things. No. The Treehouse of Liberty has finally launched its own website, treehouseofliberty.us, treehouseofliberty.us. No more listening to me drone on about how I can be found on Facebook and Treehouse1776 on Twitter and jdfornwald at gmail.com and treehouseoflibertymedia.com. No. One stop for everything you need to do with the show, treehouseofliberty.us. If you have ideas for things you would like to see the show cover, If you would like to be a guest on the show, if you want to find anything related to Treehouse of Liberty Media, whether it be the podcast, um, Treehouse of Liberty Times, which is our blog, anything to do with the Treehouse of Liberty can be found there. And I'm just going to say it, since we are the number one source for liberty in the United States, anything to do with liberty can be found at treehouseofliberty.us. Do I need to mention the website one more time? Treehouse of Liberty. Dot us Hope to see you guys there. We're very, very excited about it. Hopefully it makes it easier for you to get in touch with the show, to offer your ideas, like I said, to uh, become a guest on the show. We certainly would love to have you, especially if you disagree with me. I can't learn anything from having yes friends and yes listeners. As much as I appreciate the people that are on the same page as I am, you know, I, I want to learn from the rest of you too. And yes, I guess I even have to include liberals in that for the one or two of you and, you know, the 81 million that might actually be able to teach me something. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the January 6th committee. And so with great pain and agony, I'm going to do a little bit of that. Um, not surprisingly, committee chairman Benny Thompson opened up the made-for-TV movie with, you know, allegations of racism and the fact that people are justifying slavery and justifying the Ku Klux Klan in 2022. Okay. I understand Mr. Thompson is an elderly gentleman. I understand that he grew up in the South. I understand he saw things that I didn't. I understand that he endured things that no American should have to endure. I mean, he grew up in a time where segregation was still the law of the land in much of the country. But I have yet to hear anyone justify that, let alone justify slavery or the Klan. You know, I I don't know what groups Mr. Thompson is hanging out in today. I would suspect that he might be hanging out with people who are also members of a party whose president calls African-American citizens, you know, a racial jungle Um, who says they have to vote for him or they can't be black anymore. Um, A a guy who says he was the friend of and mentored by a Ku Klux Klansman, 
in Robert C. Byrd, who Democrats actually made the longest serving senator of all time, despite the fact that he had been a KKK member. You know, I mean, it's like maybe Mr. Thompson needs to get out of his little shell, you know, and, and spend some time with actual Americans and not members of his own racist party. The fact that Democrats were the party of the Klan. I mean, look at their Klan bait convention back in 1940, I think it was. All these happy Democrats going to the Democrat National Convention, all dressed in white hoods and ropes. You know, there just is not that history in the Republican Party. We are the party of anti-slavery. We are the party of Lincoln and freeing the slaves and preserving the Union. You know, if you want to talk about racism today, let's talk about Black Lives Matter and their attacks on innocent Americans. Over 570 of them in one summer, in the summer of 2020. You know, and while most of their attacks were racially motivated, they didn't just kill white people. You know, rest in peace, David Dorn, black retired police officer you know, butchered by his own people for the crime of not being black anymore because once you're a police officer, then you're blue. See, race is a transitory thing, you know, unlike inflation. If you're a police officer, you're blue. If you didn't vote for Joe Biden, I don't know what color you are, but apparently you're not black anymore, according to them. You know, it's just, it's sickening that... The party of racism, you know, not to mention the party of terrorism, is the one that consistently accuses everybody else of actually, you know, of doing what they're actually doing. And it's it's frustrating and it's it's disgusting. And it's sad that, you know, a man intelligent enough to get elected to Congress isn't intelligent enough to understand which party it is that foments racism in 2022. It's not Republicans, folks. You can only imagine how Donald Trump would have been treated if he said that black people make a racial jungle. You can only imagine what Trump would have been put through if he had had the audacity and the blatant racism to say that you lose your blackness if you don't vote for me. You know, and this was not in the beginning of Joe Biden's career when racism was at some point still socially acceptable in some circles. As disgusting as that is, it's true. You know, the only circle I see that being accepted in now is the Democrat Party. You know, they are the ones who elected somebody mentored by a Klansman. Them, not us. And so, for Mr. Thompson to open this you know, making racist accusations when race isn't really involved in this issue was disappointing, but at the same time, completely predictable. You know, I mean, the the left, the racist left makes everything about race because they think everybody thinks like they do. They think that everybody believes that if you're black or Hispanic, you're Asian, you know, we think less of you, which is not the case on the side of true Americans, conservatives. You know, we believe everybody deserves an equal opportunity. We believe that the best person for the job should have the job. We believe that you should earn your way. 
And if you do, we don't give a damn what you look like. You're going to be embraced by us. You're going to be encouraged by us. And you're going to be treated like an American by us. Because that's what you are. We pride ourselves on being the great melting pot. We pride ourselves on legal immigration. We pride ourselves on the people you know, from every walk of life and every part of the world that want to come to our country and make it better. We see that as a good thing. You know, we don't see sneaking hundreds of people in the back of a tractor trailer, you know, to come in and milk our system. We don't see that as a good thing. We don't see coming here illegally. Your first action in our country being to break our laws is a good thing. But if you're a hardworking person who obeys the law, who follows the process to legally enter our country, and you contribute and you make it better, God bless you as far as we're concerned. You know, you, you may be a racial or ethnic or whatever jungle to the Democrats, but we will embrace you. We will encourage you. We will support you. And we will certainly bust our own asses to help you make our country better. So again, you know, an issue that really wasn't about race, you know, Mr. Thompson, of course, kicks everything off, making it completely about race. There was an allegation very shortly after that where he called conservatives domestic enemies of the United States and the Constitution. Folks, I had to receive training every year when I was in the Army on what constitutes domestic enemies. Domestic enemies are people who subvert our elections, people who subvert our Constitution, people who subvert our country and its interests, and people who subvert our way of life. No one could possibly do that more, or do it better, if you want to call such a negative thing, you know, better, than American Democrats. The, the modern leftists are just, I, I can't begin to fathom their logic, or what they call logic, you know. They look at their side which again, in the summer of 2020, committed over 570 terrorist attacks against the United States, murdered at least three dozen people, injured at least 2,000 police officers, and caused at least $1.8 billion in property damage nationwide. They look at those folks as mostly peaceful, you know, but walk into a restricted area, you know, well then all of a sudden, you are the great Satan, you know, that the Islamic terrorists warned us about. And the fact that Democrat thinking is so like those terrorists, you know, embracing Black Lives Matter and Antifa and their terrorist attacks against the United States, their secession from the Union in parts of Portland and Seattle, you know, actually committing terrorist attacks against this country that we love, for them to excuse that and damn all of us for January 6th is beyond disgusting. I don't know a single conservative in any walk of life, whether it's political, media, my friends, people that I see posting on Twitter or wherever else, I don't know a single conservative that didn't completely damn the people that walked into the Capitol on January 6th. That's the difference between them and us.
We damn our own when they're wrong. Those 570-plus terrorist attacks went encouraged by the Democrat Party. Kamala Harris said, and I quote, when she was asked about it, as these attacks were going on, they won't stop and they should not stop. They won't stop and they should not stop as their terrorists are setting the United States ablaze as they're seceding from the country in Portland and Seattle. This woman said they won't stop and they should not stop. Now, you want to talk about insightful language? Let's start there. Let's start there. With a vice president of the United States who encouraged terrorism against the United States and secession from the Union. Are we beginning to understand what happens when we make EEO hires? Kamala Harris is not qualified to be vice president of a McDonald's. No offense to anybody that works at a McDonald's. You know, and she's vice president of the United States. You ask her a serious question, the only answer she has for you is to giggle. She was going to get to the root cause of the illegal immigration problem. How did that work out? We continue to see illegal immigration in record numbers. As far as I can tell, that's the only job her boss has given her. And she's been a complete and total failure who encourages terrorism against the United States. Contrast that with what Donald Trump said on January 6th. I know that in a little while, many of you are going to walk down to the Capitol and make your voices heard peacefully and patriotically. That is everything our founders asked of us. We have the right to speak freely. We have the right to peaceably assemble. We have the right to petition our government for the redress of grievances. All of that is contained in the First Amendment. Donald Trump encouraged his supporters to behave in accordance with the First Amendment. And yet, they look at him as the treasonist. They look at him as the traitor. Nothing could be further from the truth. Mr. Thompson went on to explain that, in the opinion of the chair, the the January 6th protesters, and I'll call the people that went into the building rioters. I will call them rioters. He said that the goal of the rioters was to defeat the will of the people. Okay. You know, they, they were obstructing an official proceeding which was counting the votes and naming Joe Biden president-elect officially. Okay, fine. I'll grant him the fact that those couple of hundred people, yeah, they probably were trying to subvert the will of the people. But we're talking about a few hundred idiots that every conservative that I know of has condemned completely, as opposed to 2016. And what happened in 2016? Hillary Clinton and the Democrat National Committee went to Michael Steele, a former MI6 British intelligence officer, foreign intelligence officer, and said, hey, look, we need something. Give us something. We can't find anything on Donald Trump. Of course, 
here we are six years later and they still haven't found anything on Donald Trump. We need something on Donald Trump. So Michael Steele, paid by Hillary Rodham Clinton and the Democrat National Committee, goes to two Russian intelligence officers. Now, it's, it's really ironic that as Democrats are trying to establish a link between Trump and Putin, it is Democrats that are paying a foreign intelligence agent to go to Russian intelligence agents to dig up dirt on Donald Trump, using Russian intelligence agents to fabricate a plan to interfere in our election and subvert the will of the people. This was not a couple hundred Democrat idiots at the lowest levels. This was the Democrat National Committee and their, you know, their nominee for President of the United States, Hillary Clinton. This went through the highest levels of the FBI, where Peter Strzok told his girlfriend, and of course having a girlfriend compromises him as an agent, but that's okay because he's a Democrat, tells his girlfriend that no, Donald Trump will not become president because, quote, we will stop it. The Democrat Gestapo FBI promised to stop Donald Trump from becoming president of the United States, whether or not he won the election. And we know it's whether or not he won the election because he went on to text Lisa Page again and say, if he does, we have an insurance policy. Their insurance policy being the false dossier of information from Russian intelligence agents using Russian intel in an attempt to subvert the will of the American people, to subvert the vote, to steal an election. And thankfully in 2016, Democrats were not successful in that. We stood up, we went to the polls, we smacked that ass down. And they know we'll do it again. That's why they're going after Donald Trump so, so hard. Because they know Joe Biden doesn't stand a chance if he runs against Trump again. Not a chance in hell. Allegedly, in 2020, Joe Biden had 81 million people vote for him. 12 million more than Democrat savior Barack Obama. 81 million people. Isn't that interesting? Because here we are just a year and a half later... And not one single Democrat at any level has asked for Joe Biden's endorsement. Now, as Forrest Gump said, I'm not a very smart man. But if the leader of your party, the current president of the United States, if his endorsement brings with it 81 million votes, the odds are pretty good I'm going to ask for his endorsement. Nobody has. And why not? Look at the state of the United States in the world. Remember Donald Trump in the great town of Butler, Pennsylvania, saying, if this man gets elected, you're going to see five, six, seven dollar a gallon gas. And at other places, he said seven, eight, and nine dollar gas. Sorry, California, he gave you the warning. Y'all should have voted better. They're already seeing over $9 there. 
the rest of us are seeing that five and six and soon to be seven. That didn't happen under Donald Trump. We didn't have uncontrolled runaway inflation with a Fed chairman who says, we don't believe that there is inflation. And if there is, it's transitory. You know, as they're throwing trillions of dollars at people that haven't been earned, they're just being printed and tossed out. You know, here's your stimulus check. Here's your COVID check. We have no idea why, you know, when we're throwing out and printing trillions of dollars worth of free money, all of a sudden now we've got inflation. We're totally confused. We didn't have baby formula shortages because you know what? Trump didn't shut down the plant that produced 40% of our baby formula because of two deaths from a virus that were, I'm sorry, a bacteria that were not found at that plant at any point in time. The Biden administration unilaterally shut that plant down, directly causing the current shortage. Infants in this country are starving because Joe Biden shut that plant down. Trump didn't do that. And Joe Biden promised he wasn't going to shut businesses down, didn't he? I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. And the only thing he did was shut down the counting of the number of dead Americans because of his incompetence. Far more Americans have died of COVID under Joe Biden when Trump and his voters handed Joe Biden three vaccines. And they were the ones that told us vaccines work. Well, once they were in office, they did. Before that, it was the Trump vaccine and they'd never take it. But as soon as they got in office, then every American had to have it. He tried to force it into the arms of every man, woman, and child in the country. Thankfully, federal courts said, uh, no, no, Fuhrer, you can't do that. With our apologies to federal employees, because apparently you stop being citizens and stop having constitutional rights once you become a federal employee. The Fuhrer can force the shot into you. I mean, it's just like, I don't understand. I don't understand. How can you make an argument to me that the country and the world are better off now that Joe Biden is president compared to the four years under Donald Trump? Our stock markets were exploding. Today, our stock markets gave back the last little bit of all of the gains they had made under Joe Biden when the economy opened back up, which leftist governors did so that it would look like Joe Biden was creating jobs and getting the economy moving again. It's given back all of the gains since then. I mean, there have been two wars in Ukraine while Joe Biden was in charge of U.S. policy in Ukraine. He was in charge of Ukraine under Barack Obama. That's when Vladimir Putin went in and took Crimea. And back then we said, you know what? We're going to sanction him. We're going to sanction him. That'll make it better. That'll stop everything. They were completely ineffective. Vladimir Putin was still holding Crimea when he invaded Ukraine this time. Biden gave him a strategic southern launching point to continue his attacks, which somehow, for some reason, 
took a break for four years. I don't remember exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the Trump presidency. And then as soon as Joe Biden's back in office, Vladimir Putin's on his way back into Ukraine. He now controls 20% of our sovereign ally in Ukraine. And all of that has been taken under Joseph Robinette Biden. All of it. And what's his solution this time? Sanctions, which didn't work the last time. You know, at least the first time Biden didn't finance the invasion. The day Joe Biden took office, he signed an executive order ending American energy independence. Where did he start buying oil from? Russia. To the tune of 600,000 barrels of oil a day. At $100 per barrel, that's $6 million a day. $6 million a day. As soon as he got in office, Joe Biden started paying Vladimir Putin because he was no longer using our oil. $6 million a day was more than enough to completely finance the second invasion of Ukraine. Joe Biden paid his buddy, his Vladdy Daddy, $6 million a day to take 20% of a sovereign ally of the United States. None of that, none of it happened under Trump. North Korea is planning another nuclear test. After setting a record last year for missiles fired in a year at 31, during the Trump administration, there was not one single missile fired, not one single nuclear test after the Trump-Kim summit in 2017. Not one for the remainder of Trump's term. Remember Biden, Obama? You can't negotiate with a madman. Well, we did. We did it right, and the world was safer because of it. If we didn't have a madman in our own White House, maybe we could negotiate with these countries, maintain some Trump policy, and not get Americans killed and Americans threatened. Trump also was not responsible for a completely failed pullout of Afghanistan. You know, and Democrats like to paint themselves as the party of women. They're not. They're the party of abortion. They think that's the only right women care about and the only right they deserve. Because the Taliban now controls Afghanistan again, and all of those rights and privileges that Afghan women had when the United States was there, when our forces were there, they're all gone. Afghan women can now be arrested for walking too loudly in public. Walking too loudly in public. Those women can be arrested. Don't tell me you care about women's rights. Unless you are screaming at the top of your godforsaken lungs for that to change. I don't want to hear about Roe v. Wade. You are not oppressed. You are not oppressed. Well, I take that back. In some circumstances, actual women are oppressed because Democrats now think it's great to let men compete in their sports. You know, I I mean, it's Leah Thomas. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me with this dude? Yes, I said it with this dude. 
I mean, look at him standing on the edge of the pool with actual women. And somehow Democrats think this is a good thing. If you think the complete end of women's sports is a good thing, then let's continue this. We're different. That's a good thing. It's a great thing. Actual American women are the best on the planet by far. And the best in the universe as far as we've discovered to this point. They are capable of many things that men are not capable of. In a lot of cases, they're the rocks of our family. They're the ones that hold things together. They're the ones that take the actual, actual responsibility. For the kids. The most precious resource we have. Women, for the most part, take the overwhelming majority of responsibility for that. Women can have babies. I know. I, I know. You only hear this here. But only women can have babies. You know, I don't care if you're a woman who has taken testosterone therapy and you stop it and you have a kid. Biologically, you are a woman. You're not a dude. You're not. And to step on the toes of women who are created differently, and in a lot of cases... In a lot of instances and situations created better than us. To step on their toes and minimize what they're able to do and the responsibilities that they take is vile. It was about two years ago I inducted the American woman into the Treehouse of Liberty Hall of Heroes. That has not been rescinded and it has not been extended to dudes who pretend to be women. Speaking of which... Isn't it ironic <laughs> that in Uvalde, where a transsexual Hispanic man, or at least transgender, I don't know if he had transitioned, frankly, I don't give a shit, where a transgender Hispanic man goes in and shoots up a school, magically that's the jurisdiction that has a law that says if the perpetrator's dead, you can't release any of the information about him. Are you kidding me? Are you Flipping kidding me. I mean, you just can't make this stuff up. You you cannot make it up. And I need to wrap things up here. I, I tell you guys that time is the most pre precious commodity that we have on this earth, and it is, and I am so grateful for just about a half hour of yours. I don't like to take much more than that. <sighs> but what a world. What a What a leftist, indoctrinated, run-into-the-ground world. My only hope is that good American patriots, that good Americans in general, on both sides. And I do have to believe there are some on the left. I do have to believe there are those people that are like the old Reagan Democrats who would put country ahead of party in their own interests. I hope to God that in the midterms and in the 2024 presidential election, we stand up and we take our country back from our current clueless, lying, traitorous overlords. It's got to happen. And it's only going to happen if you do it, if I do it, and if everybody who believes that this country truly is the greatest on earth and wants to make it that way again, as we did before Joe Biden took office, 
That's the only way it's going to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for your time. It is always an honor and a privilege to get to talk to you. Please do go to the website. Please check out treehouseofliberty.us. Click the Contact Us button there if you would like to come on the show, if you have ideas for things that you would like us to cover, or if you want to tell me I'm a big, big flipping idiot. You know, I'm more than happy to give you the opportunity to do that as well. So contact us, check out the website, let us know what you think. Thank you so very much for your time, and take good care.